What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demling here with y'all. As always, coming to you live here from Louisville, Kentucky on a Sunday night, October 2nd. One month of the 2024 recruiting cycle officially in the books. Um, over 200 players have committed to Division One programs since that September 1st date. I believe it's two, like 10 to 15 uh, last time I checked. Um, but I did add a couple more today, so uh, a little bit higher than that. But a lot of players have committed. A lot of teams have built, I should say, begun to build a foundation for a very strong class. Uh, did do a write-up on Saturday, so yesterday, looking at the winners from the first month of the contact period. As I said I would, we will also do a podcast around that as well. Now, uh, before I get to the winners from the first month of the contact period, I do want to mention a couple of commitments that were uh, th- th- that were had today uh, that if I would have written this, uh, if it was still October, if it was still September, uh, this uh, this program would be mentioned in there. And uh, actually these two programs would be mentioned in there. So uh, the two programs I am talking about are Penn and Georgetown. We pull up Penn's list here real quick. So Penn today got a commitment from Stevie Davis, the face-off man out of LaSalle College, PA, as uh, the second LaSalle, actually the third LaSalle guy uh, to commit this cycle. Uh, Paul Van Bastelier, uh, the midfielder, committed yesterday uh, from LaSalle uh, to the Quakers. You also have Matt Willis, the defenseman, from LaSalle heading to Penn. Uh, this is a Penn class that includes Quinn Whipple, one of the better uh, offensive weapons and attackman slash midfielder out of Taft, one of the better, more explosive offensive weapons there. Uh, Pierce McDonald, the midfielder out of, out of Governor's Academy, started, was the first committed for that class, and Penn has really uh, added a lot of weight over the past week and a half or so uh, since then. Uh, Stevie Davis, as I mentioned, committed today. Um, Dante Valadaro also bubbling today as well. The defender out of St. Anthony's in New York. Both Valadaro and Davis rated as four stars by inside lacrosse, as is Van Bastelier, uh, the midfielder I'd also mentioned. So this is a Penn class that has continued to build talent uh, over the past couple of days since I'd written that article. Uh, Matt Willis, Quinn Whipple, obviously headlining this class as uh, top 50 ranked players uh, who have committed to 
the Quakers. Uh, Willis, a really strong defenseman, six foot one ninety. <clears throat> Again, a LaSalle guy, and then Quinn Whipple, the uh, t- attackman out of Taft, but really a just a what I would call a uh, offensive weapon, one of the best lefties in the league. Uh, very quick, very slippery type player. Uh, can get to stop. Can get top side, and uh, you know, it, like Lightning, a uh, very exciting player there. So Penn is one program that would be in there uh, if, like, this were if I was writing this today and was not exclusively talking about the uh, month of September. Georgetown, as I mentioned, is another program uh, that has also done very well and, uh, you know, would also be, I actually did consider putting them in there, but did ultimately did not. So uh, Ross Prince, the face-off man <clears throat> out of Chestnut Hill Academy there in Pennsylvania, not Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, um, headlining that class, Chase uh, Picard, the Holderness midfielder, uh, one of the first commitments there uh, for them, actually the first true commitment, I should say, in the class for them. They've Matthew Renzo, uh, the defense manager Zaga has uh, reclassified uh, into a 24. Uh, but Jack Ransom, the Charlotte Catholic, uh, mid, uh, Charlotte Catholic attackman, a phenomenal, I mean, one, when you're talking about a kind of guy who can be a volume shooter uh, that knows how to get his his hands free, you know, how to get to space, uh, really, uh, especially on those wings. Um, Jack Ransom has all those tools there. Uh, Steven Schumer, the defenseman out of St. Mary's, and then Max Allen, uh, defenseman out of McDonough School. So a couple MIAA guys committing over the past couple days. Allen committed to Georgetown yesterday, yes, October 1st, so yeah, yesterday is when he committed there, uh, you know, from what I've seen on film of him, uh, pretty strong off-ball play, uh, good athleticism there, and uh, one of those guys that uh, seems just kind of confident, and you know what I mean, just kind of confident where he is, uh, isn't like the most, uh, isn't like the loudest player, not speaking like verbally, but you know doesn't stick out um, maybe a ton, like physically or anything like that. Isn't overly aggressive. Just a very smart defender uh, that, that makes good plays disruptive with his stick when he can be. So uh, Georgetown and Penn, two programs that have gotten some commitments over the past couple of days. I should mention uh, Ben Foley uh, also committed. I've not updated that uh, just yet, but also okay, uh, the midfielder at McDonough up, uh, committed just about an hour and a half ago. So I've not uh, updated that on the site yet, but it will be by the time you're listening to this, another MIAA guy heading to Georgetown. So with that out of the way, let's get on to the article and the programs that I've listed as winners from the first month of the contact period. Again, you can read this at lacrossebucket.com come along with the uh, couple thousands who already have. And I assume if you listen to this, 
probably already read it. Um, but I want to go more in depth here. So um, Virginia, I've talked about Virginia recruiting multiple times in this 24th cycle. And um, Ryan Dunkel, St. John's DC attackman, Kyle Causey, Ridgefield, Connecticut attackman, and Sean Brown, Episcopal School of Dallas, attackman slash midfielder. Those are the three guys that headlined this class by far. By far. Dunkel was the first commitment of the cycle for the Cavaliers. Back on September 4th, I remember sitting in a movie theater, seeing Ryan Dunkel heading to Virginia. Ranked as the number one player in the class by inside lacrosse. Coming off that fantastic spring season, 80 points, 51 goals, 29 assists. Just a natural, natural goal scorer there uh, for the cadets. They had a 19-0 season. Dunkel has all the tools necessary. Obviously, he's ranked number one in the country for a reason. Uh, he's got everything needed to be successful at the next level, has all the tools of the trade uh, that you look for, especially so as a goal scorer and as a guy who can get his own and create as a playmaker. Uh, fantastic player there. And Dunkel um, calls him the lefty, right? Number four player by IL, proven finisher. And, you know, he's not like the biggest guy, right? But he's one of those kind of smaller, quicker attackmen. Um, 95 points, 56 goals, 39 assists. Really a quick electric playmaker, uh, a lefty. Uh, so, so has that going for him. Fantastic player. Uh, a guy who, you know, I had written back when I was doing my high school previews for the season um, for another outlet that, you know, Calzy could be, you know, would be in contention for that number one uh, ranking come September. And, you know, he's a top five player for sure in this class. Again, you know, coach's son, obviously, um, with Roy Calzy, uh, coaching his boys up there at Ridgefield. He has the pedigree and uh, has everything to go along with that as well. Uh, Sean Brown, six foot five, just offensive weapon, number 17 player in the class by IL. Um, I've, I've been intrigued by Brown since his freshman season. There at ESD, uh, he is has a basketball background, has all those physical attributes that you want in an ACC uh, type guy. I think he'll probably be playing at midfield at the next level. Um, when, when you look at where he's most productive and what he can do, uh, fifty six goals, forty assists last uh, spring. I thought he really, really improved. As a passer, you watched him his freshman year. It was a lot of those sweeps across the top and and, and plays of that nature uh, really showed a more diverse skill set. Has really grown um, as a lacrosse player over the past year or so. Uh, and with his six foot five frame, just again has everything to go along with the skills and the talents that he has um, as a shooter, as a dodger. It, Phenomenal, phenomenal get there for Virginia. And, and those three just headline that class and, and really give them uh, what you know I've called and many others have, have chimed in, the best offensive hole this cycle. It's, it's, it's going to be 
unless one of those guys flips, it's going to be hard, hard to beat. Uh, what Virginia has done, uh, J.P. Lagunich, uh has also committed there on the offensive end for Virginia. Uh, D1 ready build out of Chatham, New Jersey. Um, really, 31 goals last season has proven to be just all around kind of great playmaker, good shooter with the ball and his stick. Uh, Daphne, Alabama goalie, Troy Capstraw. Defenseman, Luke Jannon out of Rumson, Fair New Haven, or Fair Haven, excuse me. And then Tommy Snyder out of St. Anthony's, New York. Uh, Snyder and Capstraw, from my purview, had wanted that defensive haul there, Capstraw. A natural shot stopper out of Alabama. Uh, really, you know, it isn't necessarily a guy that um, he does take up the cage with his size, but maybe not as much as you would uh, as you would think after me saying that. Uh, but a guy that just knows how to stop him, especially low, uh, knows how to shop those, stop those in close looks as well, um, and you know makes a couple, you know, those eye popping saves each and every time out. Tommy Snyder, um, there at St. Anthony's, tenacious defenders, just always on your hands. Uh, one of those guys that you kind of look at and say, okay, what was he committed to? Virginia? Got it. I understand. Um, one of those kind of guys there. So that's the uh, work of the Virginia class there. And uh, once Tiffany and company have done a phenomenal job, obviously the offensive end has been phenomenal. Looking at Maryland and John Tillman, it is more of the defensive end where they have gone uh, and really gotten the best of it in the 24 cycle thus far. Tyler Coyier, the Western Reserve Academy, Ohio defenseman, uh, the defenseman out of Loyola, and excuse me, goalie, Tyler Coyier, goalie out of Western Reserve Academy, uh, defenseman Peter Lake out of Loyola, Blakefield in Maryland, MIAA product, and Kyle. Edgar Brayton out of Culver, uh, another defenseman there. So uh, these, those three really headline that class. Coyier uh, have seen in person and just, he just wows every time I watch him. Five foot nine, 165. Um, it, you know, is not the biggest, obviously doesn't take up a ton of cage. Uh, but like over time is just proven to be just very consistent, uh, moves very well in between the pipes, plays with a ton of energy. And you can see that through the film and especially if you uh, watch him in person, you can just tell the energy that he plays with is especially good at stopping those low shots. You do not want to shoot low on Tyler Collier. Uh, Peter Lake, six foot one, 200 pounds is a guy that has great size, has a great Division One defenseman size, also knows how to use that to his advantage, both on and off ball, with his reach, uh, with his skill set. Uh, again, and, and I've said this multiple times, a lot of these top-end defensemen aren't necessarily the – you think of these physical guys that are just going to wear you down and beat you down. A lot of these guys – and you look at the college game, it's not even like that. It's it's guys who are smart, know how to play, know when to throw the check, know what check to throw, and, and, and how to how to approach, when to slide, 
the slide angles. They run all that down. They know how to sit off ball, know how to play help defense. That's the kind of guy that Maryland is getting in Lake, and that's the kind of guy that a lot of these top-end defensemen uh, recruits are, and these top-end defensemen in college or cross are. You don't have to be the most physical guy out there, and there are certainly some, uh, but uh, Lake is not necessarily one of those guys uh, each and every play. Uh, Edgar Brayton is a guy with Culver who can play both LSN and close. Uh, is very athletic, runs the field very well. Is a very versatile defender, uh, being able to play, as I said, Ellison and close. Um, really makes an impact in all facets of the game. <clears throat> in, a, in, in, in addition to those defensive guys, Maryland has gotten Spencer Ford and Johnny Gardner, uh, two attackmen out of uh, the uh, DMV area, I should say, uh, Boys Latin. Uh, Maryland attackman Spencer Ford and Johnny Gardner out of Gonzaga in D.C. Uh, Ford, coach's son, ranked number five player in the class by I.L. 70-point sophomore campaign. Was phenomenal. I didn't get to watch a ton of boys Latin. Uh, I know they, they streamed some of their games. I did not get to watch a ton of them this season, but I've seen uh, Spencer Ford film since his freshman year, really since, you know, people began to talk about him as, as an eighth grader and a very, very smart player who really uh, high IQ, 70-point sophomore campaign, as I said, really is just able to do a lot of things well. Um, you know, when you look at, you know, his size, six foot three, um, the, the, the game kind of, uh, the game kind of flows to him. Like, like he has that natural, you know, you watch him, he has that kind of natural ability where he is not, you know, he's very plays controlled, does a great job at knowing where to go, where to put the ball. And, uh, you know, really constantly has his, has defenses on their toes. Uh, you look at Gardner. An exceptional shooter. An exceptional shooter was able to watch Gonzaga on film multiple times last spring. Uh, Gardner, a phenomenal shooter, 41 goals, 17 assists last spring. Uh, he can light up the cage. St. John's, uh, Draley, uh, John Draley out of St. John's in D.C., and then Ridgewood, uh, New Jersey midfielder Jack Schultz, also in that Maryland class. Now, Duke, I have mentioned here as a winner. Uh, they have a much smaller class to this point with uh, really two guys headlining there. Uh, ben McCarthy uh, being the top player in this class, the number three overall junior by IL, uh, is the best face-off man in the class uh, by a good country mile. Helped Haverford to a Interact title game appearance last spring. Uh, six foot, 170 pounds. <clears throat> just constantly dominates uh, the dot every single time out, uh, gets the, can get the offenses started, can take it to the rack himself. Just the, 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 the kind of, the kind of face off guy you look at and just is not going to lose very many counters. Well, offensive exits, defensive exits, gets his wings involved, really great all around 
uh, face-off guy there. You can attackman Liam uh, Koshis out of Shoreham, Wayne River, and defenseman Luke Hublitz out of Brunswick, Connecticut. Also, uh, big gets, uh, five-star gets per IL uh, in the class for Duke. Uh, Koshis, uh, a quick athletic attackman. When I watch his film, uh, just looks like he plays smooth, very smooth game. Uh, it is is a problem for opposing defenses. Also plays uh, very good on the ride, which I always love to see those riding attackmen as I was one myself. Uh, Luke Hublitz, Brunswick, Connecticut. Six foot three, 160 pounds, uh, 160 pounds. Relentless on ball defender. And I was able to watch Brunswick on film multiple times last, last season. He played very well. Uh, for them. Relentless on ball defender, never gives up on his assignment, causes a whole heck of a lot of trouble for his man. Timely slides, also a guy with his athleticism, runs the field well, can be very impactful in transition. The next team to look out here is the Harvard Crimson, uh, the best class in the Ivy League right now uh i believe a defensive heavy class they did just get another commitment yesterday as well uh so we do have a couple i do have one more guy in it than when i've written this patrick grimley the midfielder out of ocean city uh in new jersey i always forget if ocean city is in maryland or new jersey what whatever um Nicholas Mendez, Nicholas Mendez headlines this class, as does Graham Stevens. You also have Michael Savadov, the Radnor uh, defenseman, Mac Moan, the attackman out of Shadyside Academy, and Blake Hothlington out of Sacred Heart Prep in California. I have very, very much trouble. I've been told how to pronounce that, but still very much trouble pronouncing that name. Um, Graham Stevens. This is a goalie class in 24. That is insane. It absolutely insane. Tucker Williams, Graham Stevens, Tyler Collier, Ben Friedman, head to Yale. This is an insane goalie class and a deep goalie class. Stevens, as mentioned, is another one of those big-time shot stoppers in this class. Out of Pingree School in New Jersey, had a 69% save percentage <clears throat> last spring, and has shown really, well, when you watch him on film, he's got the 6-2 frame, can fill up the cage, impressive ability uh, to use that frame to his advantage, and regularly makes those eye-popping saves uh, on a consistent basis. So a, a phenomenal shot stopper there in Graham Stevens that Jerry Bone is getting. Menendez, six foot one, Illinois native, one of the most well-rounded poles that I've watched this in this class. I mean, and I was watching this film the other day again. Um, just has incredibly high IQ, 
great just natural God-given instincts. It just a, a tremendous, tremendous defender. Uh, you know, personally, probably my favorite defender uh, that I've seen in this class. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, every time I watch him play, I just come away just even more impressed than I was the time before. Uh, both guys I should mention, uh, Menendez and Stevens, five stars by IL, top 15 players uh, ranked by them as well. So, and, and a little bit more on, on Menendez. Great instincts, high IQ, really, especially as an off-ball guy, he sits very well off ball, is always kind of on his toes in that position, ready to make that play, to make that slide. He's also able to stay on top of his matchup, cause trouble for his man, a phenomenally smart defender uh, that Jerry Bone is getting. And this is a Jerry Bone-led program that continues to recruit very well with this 24 class. Defenseman Michael Savadov out of Admiral PA, and uh, has also committed in this class, as I mentioned, as well as Moe out of Shady Side, PA, and uh, Blake Hefflington out of Sacred Heart Prep in California, the attackman midfielder in that class. Uh, those two are joined by, as I mentioned a minute ago, Patrick Grimley, the midfielder out of Ocean City, uh, in that uh, as offensive commitments in this Hollywood class. We're going to talk about Notre Dame for a second. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about Notre Dame and Carolina. Then we'll go back to Brown. Shiloh Academy, um, Ohio, Connecticut, midfielder Matthew Jeffries, the headliner um, of what has become this really good Irish class, um, especially so on the offensive end. Jeffries ranked the number two player in the cycle by inside cross as electric as they come as a midfielder. You watch him play each and every time he steps on there, he can create offense. Whether it's as a dodger, as a shooter, as an initiator, just a phenomenally well-rounded midfielder who can make defenses pay every time the ball is in his stick. 112-point sophomore season. That's freaking ridiculous. Um, he's followed or joined in this class by fellow Constitution State native Brady Pocornley, I believe I pronounced that right, out of Darien, Connecticut. Uh, really a, a phenomenal, phenomenal goal scorer, a pure goal scorer. Uh, if you really want to define his, his game, can create for himself as well as uh, also heavily benefit as an off-ball guy as well. Um, those two Connecticut natives headline a uh, really good Notre Dame class that also sees Luke Miller attackman out of McDonough in Maryland that I've been impressed by Joey Bombrick, a uh, good two-way player there in, uh, out of Bellarmine Prep in uh, Washington State, uh, George Guyton, the defenseman out of Gilman, as well as Luke Crow. Georgetown Prep, defenseman, LSM, Jim Kinney, LSM out of Needham, Mass. Now, North Carolina, um, another ACC program. 
they got an in-state commitment to start the cycle. And we've talked about Blevin Wilson on here uh, before out of Cannon School there in the Tar Heel State. Joins his older brother, uh, UNC 23 goalie commit, Brayson Wilson. Um, Wilson, Blevin Wilson was the first commitment of the cycle back on September 5th for the Tar Heels, the first commitment for North Carolina, not the first commitment in the class. Um, since that time, Joe Bresci's program has only added more firepower in this class. With McAllister, Ecova, Indiana midfielder, and Caden Harshbarger, the Lake Mary, uh, Florida midfielder, uh, both verbaled last weekend. Caden Harshbarger actually a week today committed to North Carolina. We broke that down a little bit on the podcast, I believe, as well. Um, last week. You also have Chaminade, New York defenseman Ben Fox, Boyce Latin, Maryland faceoff man Parker Hoffman, and Culver midfielder Mason Seswick uh, have also committed this uh, this past, they committed last week to, uh, actually this week, we're still on Sunday, so this week uh, from Monday through now, they've got commitments from those guys. Uh, brings the Carolina class to eight. Uh, but really, it is those uh, those offensive weapons that headline this class. And, and getting getting Ben Fox in there as well. Uh, really good defenseman uh, out of Chaminade also helped uh, bolster this class as well. It was a really really good week for uh, Joe Bresci and the Tar Heels. Another coach program that was a great week for was uh, Mike Daly and the Brown Bears. Nobody closed out the month quite like Brown did. Uh, they had a nine-man class <clears throat> at the moment, and uh, six of those came over the past week. That included commitments from midfielder uh, Matteo uh, Vettura out of the Academy of the New Church in PA, uh, midfielder Hudson Hosman out of Brunswick in Connecticut, and uh, midfielder Cole Flood, uh, Cannon School, Cannon, North Carolina, midfielder, um, and a legacy commitment, uh, as I understand it. That uh, midfield group headlines this class, uh, especially so the offensive hall. Uh, Hosman is the uh, cream of the crop of that group, ranked, I believe, number uh, six or number nine in the class, uh, did a commitment analysis piece on him uh, when he committed last week. Uh, explosive, creative Dodger, moves very smoothly, gives defenses all kinds of trouble. Um, really the next exceptional midfielder, as we talked about earlier this week on the podcast, coming out of Brunswick, uh, dangerous playmaker, from up top, very creative Dodger can really launch rockets from that 10, 15 yard range. Um, you can look at Flood. This is a guy that is a extremely tough playmaker, very versatile, all around type offensive weapon coming off a spring in which he put up 38 goals, 22 assists um, for Cannon School. Uh, again, 
tough dodger is kind of how I describe him. Not afraid of contact, can also make an impact defensively if needed. Uh, uh, Rutura is a two-way guy, uh, two-way threat. Plays much much bigger. You watch his film; he's five foot nine. Five foot nine plays much bigger than five foot nine. Uh, exuberates a ton of good, uh, a ton of confidence on every single play. Knows how to find the back of the net and uh, pretty, pretty uh, good of a uh, tough defender as well. Brunswick, Connecticut goalie. Got two Brunswick guys in this Brown class. Tucker Williams mentioned his name a minute ago. Headlines. Uh, the defensive hall for this Brunswick, of, for this Brown class. Um, another one of those guys that has been kind of on the radar and, and is a big part, um, a, a top-end guy in this really, really good 24 goalie class. Uh, Williams plays a very, very active style, is always locked in, uh, unbelievably fast hands and reaction time. Yeah, you see on his film, there's a couple saves he makes um, that you just like, all those rebound saves that uh, you just kind of, you got to pause the, got to pause the video, you got to process it, watch it again, high school made that, Um, no, moves very well between the pipes, very uh, agile, moves well, always on his feet. And again, impressive save after impressive save. So Brown has done a phenomenal job on the trail thus far. A couple other programs I do want to mention. Princeton, I think they've done a pretty dang good job. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Muller, the Lawrenceville, uh, New Jersey. Uh, what should I call him? Swiss Army Knife defender that they got. LSM D uh, defense guy also played D mid last spring for them. Peyton Fox, the uh, Belmont Hill, Massachusetts defenseman, also a uh, big fan of what he brings there. Uh, they also got Aiden McDonald, the uh, Canadian attackman in the class as well. Georgetown, we talked about uh, Syracuse and Boston. Boston, do you? Boston U, um, Boston U, you, you don't normally see them up there with recruiting some of the best of the best. And they are not recruiting at an ACC level per se, uh, but they have gotten a lot of interesting players that I think uh, are going to really help this program. Number one, Mike Rooney, the midfielder out of Lawrenceville School in New Jersey. Um, have watched him on film multiple multiple times. He's a class from the 2023. He's a four-star by inside across. Simon Baklowski out of Montclair, uh, New Jersey, another four-star IL guy in midfielder. Uh, Bryce Gunn, a uh, attackman slash midfielder, I-, I would call him, out of St. Stephen's, St. Agnes. Uh, really, really like what he brings to the table there. Uh, they got that commitment actually on, was that in September? Yeah, it was on Friday. 
they got that commitment from him. Uh, he is coming off a, let me find this, his stats from last year. He's coming off a season 49 points last season. Um, a, a, a dangerous, dangerous shooter, especially from the outside. Uh, Syracuse, they have obviously, uh, you know, Kobe White, uh, the other half of that good uh, midfield duo there, uh, there in Lake Mary. Uh, and he actually, you know, from, from last season, a lead class now at the New Hampton School. Um, they also got Braden Ferguson, really good goalie out of the Bullis School. Another, uh, you know, I keep talking about goalies, and I could talk about these goalies all day long, uh, just what they bring there. Uh, Peyton Anderson, another uh, Brunswick midfielder, uh, heading to uh, to Syracuse, another big-time Brunswick midfielder, five-star uh, per IL. Um, Syracuse just doing a, a really good job once again on the recruiting trail. Um, and really first full cycle, um, or no, second full cycle uh, for Gary Gate and company there. All right, folks, that is all that we've got for y'all today. As always, you can connect with us on social media at Buggy on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, LacrosseBucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll be back sometime this week uh, with another episode. We'll be looking at some teams as we uh, you know enter this next step in fall with uh, scrimmages coming up uh, very, very soon.